0: The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets. A reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online, uh, from the hottest issues to trends, for our daily social media minute. We're joined by Erica. Good morning, Erica. Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Did you have a good weekend? Yes, I did. I cleaned my house so thoroughly, and I'm so satisfied. Ah, uh, <laughs> so uneventful. I, I know that feeling. Right? It just yeah. the weight just gets lifted off your shoulders, and the Monday is not so bad (laughs) and it looks nice outside today yes it does and i'm wondering if uh, this particular brand is kicking themselves because uh, the conditions over the weekend were a little bit difficult i mean it rained it was windy and it was the air was crisp but i wasn't quite sure if it was the right conditions for well a runway on Tamsugyo bridge that's right um
1: major luxury fashion brand Mm. louis vuitton uh, transformed chamskyo bridge into their runway a Mm. massive runway in fact uh, for its latest collection over the weekend on saturday so models were seen strutting down the bridge over the hangang river uh, to showcase the brand's Pre-Fall collection. Um, the The audience, star-studded, obviously. Uh, you know, the the audience members included a mix of K-pop stars, including Teon from Girls' Generation, members of La Seraphim, mm. Yeji from ITZY, and uh, Chloe Moretz was also there. Mm. Uh, she was seen watching the show from the front row. I think Petuna was seated right next to her. Mm. Um, Squid Games actress Tong Ho-yeon was the first model to run or to walk down the runway and Huang uh, dong was also in attendance. Huang dong obviously being the director of the popular TV show, Sweet Game. And uh, around 100 fashion majors were also invited to this very special show.
0: And we're streaming the images as we speak. And and honestly, if you didn't get some of the context that this was actually on a bridge, you couldn't tell from some of these pictures. They just look like, yeah. unless you zoom out. As I said that, our producer just <laughs> zoomed <laughs> out <down> and gave <laughs> a full, full peripheral view now that looks like a bridge uh, all <laughs> right so it was clearly exciting there was a lot of buzz generated leading up to this very moment I mean it's not the first uh, fashion house to do something spectacular in the city of Seoul but it's a first for this one kilometer bridge and it's certainly exciting now speaking of Hwang dong who was spotted at the fashion show he wasn't just a guest
1: no, he wasn't just a guest. He in fact served as uh, served as a creative director mm-hmm. advisor to the show's concepts and design. Uh, Kugak music was featured here and there. Plenty of elements to remind people that this was taking place in the <laughs> city of Seoul. Uh, the show was live streamed, of course, for the global audience. Uh, there were screens installed in many parts of Seoul,
0: so you can watch it uh, live as these exclusive celebrities were sitting front row. Locations are very important and fashion houses are known for looking for extravagant new untapped sources so why and how do they choose end up choosing han river
1: uh so louis vuitton explained that the han river was selected because it was a symbolic space uh it's a space where history and future coexist a place that truly embodies the spirit of seoul Um, Now, uh, speaking of the fashion show, it wasn't the first fashion show that Louis Vuitton held here in South Korea. Uh, The luxury brand's first ever fashion show in South Korea was held back in 2019. Hanger mm. at uh, Incheon International Airport, and the difference between the 2019 show and the one that took place over the weekend uh, is that the previous one was a spin-off show, uh. and the one held on Saturday was a show put on specifically for South Korea. Okay. Now, what is even more no- noteworthy is that this is the first time in history that Louis Vuitton has held a pre-fall collection, uh, which means that the collection was introduced before Mm -hmm. the regular fall and winter collection. And analysts are obviously talking about it. They say that choosing South Korea as the first stage for the brand's pre-fall collection takes into account the status and potential of South Korea's fashion market.
0: Go where the demand is. I think yes. that's one of the key points. It's not just about maybe our cultural exports, but uh, what we import and what sells with the Korean consumers. A show in Seoul is a sign of how luxury labels are clearly catering to the world's biggest luxury goods spenders on a per capita basis. Remember our conversation on that. <laughs> that's right.
1: Um, South Korean consumers' enthusiastic. enthusiasm Enthusiasm for beauty and status symbols are key drivers of interest in uh, luxury brands. Now, Morgan Stanley estimates South Koreans are the biggest per capita spenders on luxury items. That amounts to $325 a year. Mm. Compare that to $55 for Chinese shoppers. It's really mind boggling, actually. (laughs) Now, overall, South Koreans represent about 6% of global spending on personal luxury goods. Mm. Uh, Brands like Louis Vuitton are paying attention because South Koreans are important a customer group mm. and uh, they made more than one billion dollars in sales in south korea last year
0: okay yeah, and the lv image empire is well known for housing some of the best recognized uh, most recognizable perhaps brands of the world and it's not just limited to Louis Vuitton, is it
1: that's right mm. uh, in fact christian dior mm. also held a show in seoul last year um at yeah, the Ewha so- campus Yes, yeah. yeah, so and this is not the, the the first time we're going to be talking about, you know, big fashion news, yeah. you know, here in Korea. I'm sure there'll be more to come in the future as well.
0: That, I believe, Gucci's a fashion show that was supposed to be held in Gyeongbokgung, yes. I, I, I believe that's back on track. and We'll be talking yes. about it in no time. Clearly the hot spot now. It's nice, right? Because there was a time when a lot of brands like to put city <laughs> names on T-shirts and hoodies, and Seoul might be the it place now
1: you know it's been how many years uh i believe louis vuitton first opened their store in
0: 1991 oh. so, so it's come a long way since
1: then
0: <laughs> all right there you have it uh, let's move on to another exciting event uh, set to uh, take place in no time k-pop concert opens eight days soul festa 2023 what is this about yeah, so Seoul Fest 2023 is actually currently underway. Uh,
1: the the event it's an eight day event, like you said. It kicked off on Sunday mm. with a star studded K-pop concert. Um, the the concert was held at the Olympic Main Stadium, which was attended by Mayor Oh Se-hoon and some forty thousand attendees. Now, under the city government's initiatives to jumpstart tourism. Uh, the festival, which is themed Feel the Real Soul," is going to welcome visitors until May 7th. And this is the second edition of the event. So after COVID, you know, the, the tourism industry was uh, basically, it, it wasn't doing very well. So mm-hmm. the Seoul city government had to, you know, think of creative ways to jumpstart tourism. This is one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yesterday at Penghamun Plaza, oh my goodness, so many people uh, downtown, there was so there was an so array of cultural events offered. So many booths all along that main Gwanghwamun um, Avenue. Uh, there was a, a that giant teddy bear, the pink, <laughs> the bear. pink one. <laughs> yes, Teddy for photo ops. Um, you know, the Seoul Tourism Promotion Zone is going to offer on-site help for foreigners in the coming days. Mm. K drama, fashion zones have been set up in the plaza. Um, there's also a K-Beauty Zone mm. where visitors can learn about makeup styles mm. that are currently trending in Korea. So there's so much to check out.
0: <laughs> now, as far of this grand festivity, Seoul Festa 2023, uh, the City of Seoul is offering discounts on shopping across thousands of stores. Yes. Uh, the Seoul Shopping Festa is going to be held also until May 7th. Mm.
1: Uh, the the event is offering up to 50% discounts mm. at some 3,000 stores across the city. So you really want to go check that out. Uh, Seoul is also collaborating with domestic artists for the Myeongdong Festival, which is running until May 7th as well. So what's happening is these all these vacant stores have been transformed into galleries uh-huh. to attract international consumers back to the, the shopping district, once the most popular shopping district mm. in all of Seoul. So, um, yeah, well, I think this is a really clever idea, turning vacant stores into galleries.
0: That's right. I mean, they're vacant after all, filled up with something exciting to capture the minds of all the visitors. Now, if that's not enough, you can't forget about the Hallyu-themed events. Am I reading this right? Dance training offered?
1: Yes, uh, <laughs> can receive dance training from YGX choreographers. Uh, they can also indulge in Curry's dining culture, learn how to make cocktails, tour the SM Entertainment headquarters. The list goes on. Uh, (laughs) Tonight, there's going to be a drone light show, uh, also taking place this Friday and Saturday. For around ten minutes, starting at eight
0: PM at the Duksum Hangang Park waterfront stage. This is walking distance for me. I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> you go. I'm gonna be in the neighborhood this evening. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice out as well. Yeah. All right. So something to catch if you're in the city. There's clearly a surplus of event throughout this week, all part of the Soul Fest of 2023 lineup. And I have to get to this final story before I let you go, Erika. I mean, <laughs> this banana is perhaps one of the most talked um, about banana. Although I must clarify, it's not a single banana, is it? Because they like to tape it fresh. And each time they do so, they run the risk of someone walking up to it, taking it down and taking a bite.
1: Exactly. So Italian artist Maurizio Catalan's iconic art piece, which is basically a ripe banana duct taped onto a wall, um, was eaten by a college student. In an act which he has described as artwork. Now, this display is uh, currently, you know, it's it's on exhibit mm. at the Liam uh, Museum of Art here in Seoul, and uh, the work is part of Catalan's solo exhibit titled "We." Mm. The exhibit showcases what thirty-eight works by Catalan mm. from the nineteen nineties. Yeah. And uh, the banana was eaten. And uh, it's, it's it's all over social media.
0: You know, we, we must add that it's not the first time for someone to walk up to this banana and take a bite out of it. But it's a first in Korea. And this is the most elaborate uh, display of Kalon's works. Now, of course, the biggest question remains, why did he do it?
1: You know, his initial explanation was that he had skipped breakfast and <laughs> Who was hungry? He's a He's a, an art major at Seoul National University. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in a phone interview later with a local broadcaster, the student confessed that he thought damaging a work of modern art could also be interpreted as kind of a work of art. <laughs> and uh, he added that he came up with the idea of um, reattaching the the banana peel back onto the wall, thinking that it was a fun way to look at it. And I have a feeling he's going to
0: add this to his portfolio.
1: Yeah. You know, you don't do this, you know, out of the spur of the moment.
0: I don't think so. I think it's carefully planned and choreographed so that someone is there to actually document this process or else it doesn't really make much sense. You you said that he's an art student after all. It's a divisive topic nonetheless, but maybe art was supposed to stir up conversation. It's exactly doing that first thing in the morning. Now, the big question, it's a pretty expensive (laughs) piece if you think about it. Will the student have to pay for the damaged work?
1: No, (laughs) the museum has decided against that. Um, Anyways, the banana is being replaced every two to three days. It's just a
0: banana. (laughs) You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's what it represents. It's not literally the banana that's so valuable. But I must say he's not the first one to be brave enough (laughs) to walk up to his piece and say, I'm going to take a bite.
1: That's the funny part, though. The same thing (laughs) happened in 2019. A performance artist named David DeTuna took the banana from a display at Art Basel in Miami, and he ate it. And this was minutes after the banana piece, the artwork, was sold for $120,000.
0: Was it also the Art Basel in Miami where Jeff Koons' balloon dog was knocked off? It's just, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly causing a lot of conversation. Thank you very much, Erica. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast Service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.